An Eichel backhander on goal save. Rebound, they score! Barbashev in front. 7-1 Golden Knights. The party is on in Las Vegas. Live from the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas studio and live at LVSportsNetwork.com. What has happened here has been simply incredible. Not only is Vegas a hockey town, it's a championship town. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show, your home for access with the team, exclusive player interviews, and breaking news from around the National Hockey League. Here are your hosts, Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace. Welcome in Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. Ryan Wallace, Darren Millard, Chris Chapman, live inside the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas studios. Finley Chevrolet on the 215 home of the it's a little warm in here and i think that has to do a lot with the vegas golden knights hot start to the season darren millard working on a fan chris chapman with a big ass woo and the golden knights are three and oh to start the year with identical 4-1 victories over the seattle kraken the san jose sharks and most recently the anaheim ducks that's how you start a title defense, and the Golden Knights have hit the ground running. But as we do every single Monday, we open it up to your phone calls. 702-876-1340 is the number. 702-876-1340. We want to hear from you as Darren Millard has settled in. Yeah, well, I got the fan going. This is awesome. Yeah. I love this. Uh, I'm very comfortable anyway. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, because it's blowing <laughs> well, right, right at you're, me. You're uh, on one side of the room. It is not is not reaching me. <laughs> There's some circulation that will will eventually get to you. Uh, we've got William Carlson coming up, too. We're yep. going to replay his segment from nighttime at noon with Ashley and I, and we get into all kinds of things, including the documentary Beckham. Hmm. And uh, he's a big soccer fan. Yeah, yeah. His uh, son's name? Beckham. So Makes uh, sense. we will uh, we will go down that path. A, a far reaching conversation with uh, William Carlson. Game rating. First time that we're going to offer that up under the new category system. And one timers news and notes from around the National Hockey League, plus a little bit of Bruce Cassidy. But we start off with Mike on the VGK Insider Show in Fox Sports Las Vegas. How are you, Mike? Boy, Mike's a little low key today, don't you think? There, oh, there you are. Is. There you are. Hey, whatever, Mike. whatever button you press, I'm there here. The, no, will you rate all three of those games or just one? Yeah, I think I think they all fall under the same, uh, basically the yeah. same. They'll have the same judgment. rating. Yeah. yeah. You can put a blanket over those first three. The game starts uh, tomorrow. The season really begins with what happens tomorrow. And goes no, no, there. no, no. I, I take issue with that. Mm-hmm. Okay. With the amount of distractions. Uh, and the celebration going into the, that campaign a week ago, going 3-0 with convincing performances deserves to be acknowledged. And I understand what you're saying, Mike, and I'm, I don't mean it to sound critical or argumentative to you, but don't look past what could have resulted last week mm-hmm. if they didn't come to play and weren't as as dialed in as they were so uh just just want to make that point you're talking to the biggest fan who bet against them so i this i've now admitted it i am i am so sorry i actually thought like you did i thought the distraction was way too much but 
They convinced me that this is a good squad, a championship squad, which also brought me to the thought that over the weekend, uh, it looks like Austin Matthews has picked up where he left off, and so have others except Edmonton. They forgot the season had started. The strange thing about it is that the Knights are the sixth team in the betting to win the Stanley Cup. Now, I can't go back to 2020 and 2021 and 2022 to know if Tampa Bay or Colorado was that far down the ledger of the betting public. It doesn't mean anything except to say that because we don't have these glaring superstars, we don't get the national attention. And so would you rather have a team with superstars that we know but few others do, or would you rather have Connor McDavid and Austin Matthews? I think if you're a Vegas Golden Knight fan, you're very comfortable in the team that you have. And you may not have a top 10 score from last year, but the way things are going with Jack Eichel right now, mm-hmm. I would not be surprised if he pushes over 100 points. And I'm, I'm all in that, uh, that he's going to hit that mark this year but but i think there's a real potential to have a top 10 score so you you might have at the end of this year mike a little bit of both Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and and would you be okay to kind of piggyback off of you know what darren's saying right now is when you look at the golden knights and how this team is built there aren't any glaring issues there aren't any glaring holes in the team so i want a team that can win and has won as the golden knights did but you've also got a ton of potential in Jack Eichel having a breakout season. If he's a hundred point goal score, a hundred point scorer, then you start to kind of have that conversation of of you know just how good the Golden Knights are as a team and how a superstar fits within that framework. And don't sleep on Mark Stone. Mark Stone to me is a superstar in this league. All the things that he does, the the, the defensive aspects of his game, how he can turn nothing into something, and the balance. I'll take the Golden Knights makeup right now any day over what you get in, in McDavid and Dreisaitl. Now, are you alluding to, like, the Oilers with their setup or the Golden Knights and their setup? Is that the deep well, root yeah, of, of, you, the, of the well, statement? Well, first of all, the first coach to lose his job this year is Jay Wood, Woodcroft. I'm going to say it, and it's been said. So I'm not the first person to hint at that eventuality. Well, obviously, the, you've done a 23 me, and there's no connection <laughs> to the Woodcroft family. <laughs> You're right. I, I mean, Jay Woodcroft has not done a great job with those Oilers, and, and neither has the management. Uh, obviously, it starts with Kelly McCrimmon, and it works its way down, but there is something wrong with a team that has that much superpower on both sides and can't seem to get out of its own way. So I'm alluding to the fact that you you build a team a certain way and you coach a team a certain way, and I think we're doing it right. Uh, overreaction award goes to Mike uh, on line number two uh, <laughs> with the uh, writing off of the Edmonton Oilers. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate it. Uh, all the best. Uh, love your comments. Uh, and I love the way you bring something a little bit different every year, leaning on your past experience. Uh, 702-876-1340, a line open right now. Uh, just before we get back to the phone calls, uh, and uh, we do have the, that one line open right now, so fill them up, and uh, we'll talk to you, get your assessment of whether or not that was a perfect start last week or whether it was just overcoming the distractions, that kind of start uh, last week. Uh, the, the Oilers, uh, it's, it's two games. Mm-hmm. It, is, it is one really bad game and one okay game that 
they could have easily won. Sure. Let's just take a breath there. The same way that we would have with if we were a fan of any other team. And uh, let's wait and see. Dreisaitl and McDavid were still good in both those games. Mm -hmm. Had lots of chances. Uh, I think it was uh, 15 shots between the two of them in the one goal defeat on Saturday night. Yeah. That's usually going to turn out in their favor. So um, the, as much as Woodcroft can frustrate some people with his confidence, uh, the Oilers head coach, <laughs> uh, let's, uh, let's just see uh, how things progress. If, if nothing else, I would go with, are the, are the Canucks better than we thought? Yeah. And I'm still not ready to, to sound uh, that uh, that uh, flag right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm not ready to declare the Edmonton Oilers um, behind the eight ball or in need of a desperate shakeup. And I'm not ready to say that the Vancouver Canucks are significantly better than I expected them to be or, uh, you know, you imagine they're going to be going into the season. What I think is Vancouver absolutely waxed the Edmonton Oilers in game number one. And between game one and game two, the Oilers got better and the Canucks found a way to win. And that's really how you look at those two games in a vacuum. So do I expect the Oilers to, to get back in the winning ledger? Do I expect, you know, Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl to go off in the next couple of games? Yeah, absolutely. Because there's proof of concept there. But I wouldn't worry too much about the Edmonton Oilers. It is fun to kind of have this juxtaposition. Yeah. The, the Golden Knights 3-0 and with all the distractions they're dealing with. The Edmonton Oilers 0-2. Uh, but I, I pump the brakes on, on declaring anything about the Edmonton Oilers right now. You know what I will take? right out of the gate mm. is plus six in the point differential. Oh, yeah, absolutely. In the standings. Absolutely. You, you can open up any type of gap with mm -hmm. them, game difference, uh, in games played uh, between uh, Vegas and Edmonton, but I'll, I'll take these the six points to the positive and, and winning games uh, and putting those points in. And, and getting back to what Mike said, 702-876-1340, uh, uh, we just had uh, two callers drop off because we just having a little bit funky system with our phones uh, today so call right back uh, and we'll put you right on the air uh, because uh, of, of this new board uh, that we got going here and this has nothing to do with Chapman I'm not going to be all over him that was uh, a little bit of I don't know the surge or what but uh, call right back <laughs> to 876-1340 uh, and we'll get you on the air um, the the distraction mantra that we talked about last week mm -hmm. it was real yeah like, there was I talked to some people within the organization and they were they were aware of that. They were not going to double down and sit there and go. We're we're not going to lean into the banner raising or sure. the ring or anything else that, that happened. Everybody had to enjoy that. But there was a worry that either opening night might be tough to get out of the gate. Well, uh, then after opening night, how do you follow that up against teams that are rebuilding? Is there a letdown? That was a not a worry, but a, there was an awareness of it. Yeah, and it was would not have been unexpected, and it wasn't there, which which is really good. So you put points up against two teams like San Jose and Anaheim, mm -hmm. which if you're playing them in November without anything going on around you with uh, all the uh, banners and and rings and et cetera. You expect to win those games. Yeah. So to be able to follow through and win those games the way you did was impressive. Yeah, it was important for the Golden Knights to start the season off on the right foot. And you had to balance two different things. You had to balance the celebration, the culmination of last season. And 
wanting to get yourself into the best possible position to start the season with a great with a great record. And, and for the Golden Knights, they I thought they did a really good job of balancing both of those things. And they've gotten better as the games have gone on. I thought they were better against Anaheim than they were against Seattle. And, you know, it bodes well for them going into the second week of the season because you've got Dallas, you've got Winnipeg. Those are going to be difficult games for the Golden Knights, and they've got to be playing well going into them. Yeah, the, the competition does increase Absolutely. this week. Yep. A rematch of the Campbell Conference yeah. final, uh, the Western Conference Championship Series. That's big. You've got the Dallas Stars uh, in town tomorrow. Mm -hmm. You've got uh, a Winnipeg Jets team that you faced in the first round last year that seems to have its house in order mm -hmm. right now and is very confident and probably as calm or free of distraction, its own sure. situations yeah. that, are, that are around their dressing room. Uh, they're as as in a good a spot as they've been in years. So Winnipeg, uh, I I think is uh, is going to be a challenge. That game's in Winnipeg. You know what that crowd's like. Uh, they booed Mark Stone. He's one of their own. They booed Mark Stone. Uh, they're, they're very passionate. And then, then Connor Bedard, and we saw what uh, what's already happened with with Bedard and the possibilities. But the 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 idea that there's going to be a letdown isn't just putting it out there to make people think twice mm -hmm. it's a reality yeah there, but as long as you can stave that thing off it's pretty good because the schedule is is there for the taking yeah i i you're absolutely right on that i think for the golden knights you've gotten to take care of business through the first three games now if you're able to pull points out of the dallas stars and the winnipeg jets and, and the expectation i think for the golden knights is you're right there. You're as you're, in my opinion, a better team than the Dallas Stars, top to bottom too. So if the Golden Knights can can really kind of keep this going and put it together, they're going to have a great start to the season. And you you look at what they were able to do last year, thirteen and two through the first fifteen games. You think about all those points banked and how it helped them down the stretch. That's the goal. That's what you want to try to accomplish again this year. Uh, Edmonton got off to a poor start last year, yeah. and that was one of the things. Uh, if you listen to the Chirp podcast. Uh, this week, I have Connor McDavid on, mm -hmm. and we discussed that part of it in in the Oilers trying to get off to a better start. And it's funny how things uh, happen in real time. He said that before the season, and now we're seeing it play out. Uh, probably one of his biggest worries. Uh, back to the phone lines, uh, line number one, Fernando. Sorry to keep you uh, waiting. Uh, before you offer your thought, I just have a question for you. W what are you most impressed with, either player or team, uh, to start those three games last week? Oh, I'm impressed with the overall team um, teamwork. Um, it's awesome. It was a perfect week to start off, and um, hopefully we'll continue it and um, you know get another 50 um, win season and 100 points and win the division and, and go on to another uh, Stanley Cup run. And um, and the ring is beautiful, gorgeous, and all the adjectives in the world. I mean, my wife wants one now, and my seven girls want one. So I'm doomed. Did you say seven girls? That's a lot of rings. Oh, I know, but um. Hold on, hold on, hold on. How many girls did you say? Seven. 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 Okay, off like as fast as you can. <laughs> as fast as you can, give me their ages. Oh, um, forty-five, forty, uh, thirty-six, thirty-three. Um, as you can tell, I started young, so. <laughs> So yeah, it's been a long journey, and, and it's uh, all the emotions 
But, you know, it, it's fun and everything, and um, enjoy it. And, you know, go Knights, go. Did you give me all? We'll, did you give me all seven in that? Uh, I think I gave you five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and, and I, 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 I'm not calling uh, you out at all in yeah. that. I, I'm I was I'm amazed that you got five no. like that because I have two and I have to think twice about about how old they are and they're still under under my roof. So good on oh, yeah. you for that. There's a couple Seven. of twins in there, right? No, they're all they're all adults. They're all out of the house, so it, it's lovely. Oh, giving you <laughs> and, and and you didn't have any twins? Any? No, no twins. Oh, none. You're, 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 a, you're a better man than I am. Way to go. Have a great day, guys, and you take too. care. Go Knights go. Go Knights go. Uh, thanks to Fernando. I can't believe he wouldn't just want to stay on the, the phone with us all day. Well, he calls in on the post-game show. Always, wow. always happy. Like, so, super optimistic. I love that. Way to go, Fernando. 702-876-1340. What are you most impressed with in the 3-0 start? Jack Eichel mm-hmm. gets a lot of praise. Yeah. He might be have played the three best consecutive three games in his regular season. Mm-hmm. He was dominant yeah. last week. And when you get into that conversation about 100 points and then breaking the VGK scoring record, I think that part is easy. It, mm-hmm. It's happening. Mm-hmm. William Carlson's mark from, from year number one. But the, if he continues the way that he's played, like just dogged yeah. and skating so well, and uh, the power play looks good with him. The, we're seeing a lot of motion, n- not just moving the puck, but, but skating with the puck. He's not uh, as stationary as we've seen in, in the past. Uh, I'm I'm more optimistic than I was at the start of the year, and I was all in on the hundred points at the start of the year. So that that would be one of those great looks uh, that that I've seen from the first three games. So I'm I'm with you on Jack Eichel in terms of maybe my expectations jumping a bit after the first three games of the year. I said Jack's around 85, 90 points. I think I'm I'm pushing closer to he's going to get to to the century mark for sure. I've been impressed with Chandler Stevenson. Like, you're talking about for, for every bit as good as Jack Eichel has been, Chandler Stevenson has been incredibly good for the Golden Knights. He's been right there. It's been with different line mates uh, over the course of the first three games. And um, five points through three games for Chandler Stevenson. Like, you want to talk about a player that I think could have a career year, and we say that it, it seems every year with Chandler Stevenson, this might be the big, big one. You go back to the start of 2021. Yeah. He, he joined the, the Vegas Golden Knights yeah. early in that season. He's at the top, games played, mm-hmm. and then every offensive statistical category, Chandler Stevenson is top three. Yeah, He's right there. Goals, assists, points, he's he's right there. So good. And continues to add to it. Uh, back to the phone lines, line four. Thanks to uh, Rob for chiming in. Uh, what do you have for us, and the, what's most impressive for you out of the gate? Uh, attitude. You could just see the swagger when they step on the ice. You know, they've been good since day one, but thinking you can and knowing you can are two different things, and you see it. They walk on the ice now, and they have the respect of the other teams. They're the big dogs, and they, they carry themselves. And even the three games, I don't think they played – great, great hockey all three games, they were dominant with, with, with missing, you know, starters. And it was, they didn't, they didn't miss, a, miss a beat. And Jack Eichel is free now. 
let's be honest, nobody yep. had more pressure than him. Yep. You know, he was talked about, you know, in Buffalo, bad attitude. He comes to Vegas. Let's face it, we gave up guys that we liked, that were liked by, by the fans. You know, money's a factor, and he had to deliver, and he did. And you could see the weight is off his shoulders, and now he's, he's free. He, he, he did what he was supposed to do, what we hoped he would do. Mission accomplished. Not, and now he's just free, and you could just see it, the way he speaks when he's interviewed. Uh, he's just he's happy. He's free. He's free of the, the neck injury, but more so he's free of the pressure. He, he did what he was brought to. How many times we see big trades and it never happens? I remember Troy Aikman of the Cowboys, he said when he won his first Super Bowl, he said, I, I did what I was supposed to do with you, the number one draft pick. And he says, now I'm free. And, and, and that's what Jack Eichel is. Mission accomplished. And I think now you'll see the best Jack Eichel you will ever see because he's just, he's good. He feels good mentally. And really, what a guy with that skill, that's really the only thing that holds him back. Yeah, he doesn't have to answer to anything. There's no baggage that's attached to, to Jack Eichel that, uh, that he's had to uh, look back and try to live up to. And... And especially I, I, Connor, Connor McDavid. I yeah. mean, let's be honest. He was always in the shadow of him. Well, yeah. no more. Connor doesn't have a Stanley Cup. And he, and he beat Connor head-to-head. Yeah. Yep. And yep. Was, he's was the, incredible he's in that series. Yeah, I, I've never used the word free before in, in this scenario, but you're right, Rob. Uh, there's there's no word that, uh, that better describes the position and the attitude and the uh, approach of, and performance of Jack Eichel right now. Yeah, I'm. I'm, yeah, I, I'm right there I'm with sorry. you. No, I'm. I'm right there with you. It, it's you have the opportunity, and, and thanks for the call, Rob. Like you have the opportunity as Jack Eichel to come into this situation with the Golden Knights, and he's rewritten everything that's ever been said about him from from not making the playoffs to his first foray into the playoffs, leading the leading the playoffs in scoring, and being right there for the Conn Smythe and winning a Stanley Cup. Like, everything that that every question mark you've had about Jack has been answered, and I, I think that you've got a free player, a, a guy that's going to go out there, and he's just going to be able to play, knowing what he's accomplished, knowing he can do it, and that's going to unlock him. Even adding the penalty kill skill set yeah, yeah. to it. his game. I don't know how that would have been met four years ago. Sure playing on the penalty kill and taking away time five on five. Yeah. That, and that's a, that's a legitimate uh, wonderment mm-hmm. by me because of the expectations on Jack and the offensive uh, side of the game that he was leaned on to excel at. Yeah. And now it's, it's a no-brainer. He's, he's right there and welcoming it. Back to the phone lines, nine number one. So, how are you? Hello? Just, just turn down your radio a little bit. I know we got a quirky thing going on because you can't hear while you're on. I know. I, I apologize for that. And uh, and normally I'd be like, can you turn down your... But that this is on us right now. So, uh, how are you doing? Hey, doing great. I, I missed you at the, uh, at the 
at the Golden Knights poker tournament, I wanted to meet you, but uh, I must have missed you. I no, no, I, I had a kid issue uh, in the sense that uh, I was looking, not a kid issue, uh, I was being a dad, my, my <laughs> wife's out of town, so uh, I, had to, I had to lean into that part, uh, otherwise I would have been there, and uh, congratulations Derek Englund, Jane Nighty, uh, the, the poker night with the alumni uh, was awesome, and, uh, and next time I will be there, and, uh, and we'll, we'll, we'll break bread, man. Awesome, yeah, I, I was looking for you, but uh, that makes sense, no problem. Um, so, I haven't been able to call in after uh, the last couple of games, but I, I'm leaving myself thinking that I really believe we have the best coach in hockey, and Bruce Cassidy has shown that no matter what the lineup is, no matter what the adversity is, he has just molded a perfect strategy, and credit the players too, but uh, I'm, we're, we're, I think as a community, we're so lucky to have this guy as our, as our leader. I couldn't agree with that more. Uh, you know, Bruce Cassidy has been fantastic for the Golden Knights. I think that he took last year to really understand what his team was, implement his system, get them to play the way that, that he believed would ultimately lead and lead to a Stanley Cup. They were able to do it, and you look no further. We talked about Jack Eichel pretty much this entire segment. You look at the, the maturation of Jack's game over the course of the year and then what he was able to do in the playoffs. I, that's Bruce Cassidy challenging a player to to be more than what he was and it's a big reason why the golden knights won a stanley cup and it's a big reason why they've started the year three and oh it yeah everything's going right it's a good it's a good start i mean and and i look at the you know i left the anaheim game thinking you know anaheim put up a really good fight i mean obviously we were the better team but look at what anaheim did the very next night on back-to-back they they scored three right out of the bat against one maybe the second best defensive unit in hockey, which is the Hurricanes. So I, I feel like we're, we're really – don't peak too early. That's all I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> and again, you run a close second to, to Mike on the, don't, uh, on the overreaction thing. Uh, don't peak too early. I'll take 3-0 uh, all day long. And, and, all day long. And the peaking too early – I'll, I'll roll the dice with that. Uh, appreciate the call. Awesome stuff uh, as we roll into uh, the phone lines. Uh, Terry, welcome to the VGK Insider Show. What are you happiest with to start? Uh, hi, gentlemen. It's good to have uh, you guys and the hockey season back, most certainly. Uh, th- those first three games, I think, in a strange way, it was good. that the, It turned out to be good anyway. The Knights were down uh, between two and five regulars, depending on the game. It got some young players playing that need some experience and some playing time, and it, that worked out to the three wins. And then I think that probably also caused the regulars to say, okay, we're down two or three or four or five players for various reasons. We need to be sharp and tight and pick it up. And I, I honestly think that contributed to some good play in uh, kind of a strange left-handed way. Uh, one last thing I think would be that, uh, boy, ha- having Bruce Cassidy – Coach has just been such a pleasure in so many ways. Uh, I, I guess I've watched almost every game for six-plus years now. Uh, I've never seen the Knights more often in the right place at the right time and just organized in a way that uh, looks like they're going to play good every night. So uh, it's my two cents after three games, gentlemen. It, it's a good two cents worth. And I'll, I'll, I'll spot you another five cents because you're right on the money with that. They are so far ahead of where they were last year yeah. when he put all this in place mm-hmm. in, in the systems and how to approach uh, in the defensive zone. A lot of that uh, was was dialed in, and they are not 
the first 10 minutes, 15 minutes against Seattle, since then, they, they've hardly given up a thing. Yeah. Competition, I know, but it was the first game for uh, every team. And, and they were still able to really handle that. So uh, Bruce Cassidy does deserve a lot of stick taps. Uh, for the, and the players, too, for the buy-in. Come, yeah. Coming back and remaining committed to everything and not having the, uh, we won already, we'll, we'll do it our own way for a while, which happens when a team comes back from time to time. Yeah, and I, again, that just it speaks to Bruce and, and his understanding of, of the room, but it also speaks to the room and, and their desire to, to do this, to do it again, to run it back, to to really make their mark on the National Hockey League. And I think you've got everybody bought in early on, and that's the best-case scenario for uh, the Golden Knights And if you're a fan. Celebrating a 3-0 start, uh, wrap-up segment one, and uh, hour number one uh, on the VGK Insider Show. We've got William Carlson standing by in the next segment. Uh, let's go to Stephanie. How are you? Hi, guys. I'm good. How are you all doing? Good. What's happening today? Nothing much. Just enjoying the winning ways. So the reason I'm calling this is, Kind of awkward, but I'm not calling to talk to specifically to talk to the three of you. Mm. So on Friday, the guy that was doing the parlay, Joe, yes. he had mentioned that he is a single hockey guy looking for a hockey girl. Well, I'm a hockey girl. Okay. Maybe out there looking for a hockey guy. So, Joe, well. if you're listening, don't be afraid to shoot your shot. All right. I like what we've got going wow. here. Only in Vegas do we do that. Stephanie. VGK Insider Show Love Connection. I like it. We will uh, endeavor to get a hold of Joe. And did Joe win the parlay? No. No. But he could end up winning yes. in life. He could yeah, win, right? end up winning something even better. Exactly. The ultimate parlay, right? It's amazing. Yeah. I like what we're doing. Stephanie, this is outstanding. You have made my whole <laughs> week, and it's only Monday. Aww. I like what we're doing here. And, and, and congratulations. Good on you for, for doing that. Um, we, will, um, we will get uh, Joe's contact information, whether it be his social media account or what have you, and, uh, and we will make sure that, uh, that he's got a way to uh, get in touch with you. Yeah, absolutely. I just wanted to put it out there in the universe. It's, you know, it's a little nerve-wracking for me. It's It's been a minute. I've been out of the, you know, know, the dating pool for a while. Yeah. But, you know, but. something just spoke to me and said, you know, he's looking for a hockey guy or a hockey girl. I'm a hockey girl. Let's, you know, see okay. what happens. Uh, uh, stay, on, stay on the phone, and Chapman's going to grab your uh, contact information. And we will be able to, if Joe comes in, uh, we'll be able to pass that along to him. There's, uh, there's Stephanie looking for well, a yes. guy. I, I love it. <laughs> Appreciate it. Uh, thanks, Stephanie. Be well and Absolutely. good luck. Good luck. Stay, stay, stay on hold, okay? Please. Okay. If, if we lose you, call back. Uh, that's the VGK Insider Show opening segment uh, where we take your calls every Monday to kick things off. I, 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 like last week with the uh, NV Energy Power Play, yeah announcement yeah uh, we're not going to do anything with that no uh, that was that was uh, uh i love the honesty with with the caller mm -hmm. uh bruce says that's the shtick it's going to stay put and sure. uh and but uh, i love the being able to uh feel confident enough to to phone up this one we are all in we are following this up it's amazing all right and we'll we'll we'll, we'll track what uh what happened we'll have to get their opinion their permission sure Stephanie yeah. and Joe, but uh, how about that? Talk about shooting your shot. 
Stephanie. Let's go. Way, way to go. Well done. Bar down, baby. Uh, this is the VGK Insider Show. We'll come back with William Carlson from Nighttime at Noon on Fox Sports Las Vegas. That was one of those plays where the puck just stuck to his stick, and mm -hmm. he was skating in around people. It bounced around a little bit, and it ended up on his blade, and he was able to slam it home and really give the Vegas Golden Knights uh, an advantage going into the latter part of that game. Darren Lard, Ryan Wallace, Chris Chapman's the VGK Insider Show. We're here for two hours every weekday for some hockey talk, but you can get other information. Uh, 12.30 the game has HSK this week uh, every Wednesday uh, with uh, Brian McCormack. And then you've got nighttime at noon, mm -hmm. Mondays, uh, right in the middle of the day. And uh, the big uh, plus about that is we broadcast out of Studio 31. And uh, after practice, uh, from time to time, we'll get a special guest. And today, that featured William Carlson with Ashley Weiss and myself. We have saved the best part of the show for last as we welcome William Carlson. Will, thanks for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me. How was practice? It was good. Um, a lot of a lot of noise, and uh, yeah, uh, the boys seem to be uh, having a good time out there. Apparently, you had a good, nice little two-on-one rush where you dangled Ben Hutton and gave Ammo a beautiful mm -hmm. feed. Yeah, and then he missed the net, the goalie, and hit me in the back of the knee. So, yeah. <laughs> thanks, Ammo. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it was a, it was a nice one before that. Uh, how, how do you feel? Because you didn't get a lot of preseason time in, and then you hit the ground running with the three games. Yeah, no, I I feel good actually. Um, obviously, I had a little rest there um, during the preseason, but I came back and uh, I feel strong and uh, yeah, feel good. How did the first three games feel for you? We were talking about all the outside distraction, all really good distraction, but. What do you think was the key to getting off to the start you did despite everything else going on around you? Uh, I think we turned the page uh, rather quick and, uh, you know, got into it um, fast and didn't really, you know, think of it. We, ha we had a good times, but then, you know, it was all down to business. And been, we've been handling that part uh, pretty well, I think. Talked to a few of the uh, different people around the organization and – They've been honest, so you got to promise to be uh, flat out straightforward here. Uh, the Stanley Cup ring is in the house. Have you? Do you walk by it? Do you put it on every day? How long? How many times have you just slipped it on? And went. This is pretty cool. Well, uh, I see it every day, every morning. I walk by it. Uh, it's a great reminder. Um, I've had a lot of calls lately too, uh, where I show it up, show it off for uh, friends and family. So. Uh, I've had some quality time with it uh, this past few days. Have you mastered being able to take the top off? Yeah, yeah. I've got that all under control. So <laughs> Everybody was afraid that they were going to break it. Yeah, but, uh, but now I know how to do it and put it right back. So uh, I'm an expert by now. <laughs> I think I saw a photo of your baby boy, Beckham, mm -hmm. with the ring. Yeah. What did he think? I feel like that's a little heavy for the little guy. Yeah, it seemed pretty heavy, but he was, he was wearing it. Uh, he, <laughs> he wore it real nice and uh, looked good with the bling. Where is a bracelet? Like yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that. I know, right? Uh, but yeah, uh, he he looked pretty cool. You uh, coming into this year, obviously so comfortable, one of the original misfits. Uh, but uh, turning over the summer training to testing, your big fitness, the VO2 max or Wingate, whatever you you love to do, the bike test. Yeah. What? Had, can you tell us how your testing was? this year compared to other years with a quick turnaround? Because a lot of the guys' numbers were, were even better. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we didn't have much time to rest, I guess. So, no. Uh, we were just in top shape coming back. Uh, I, I don't know why we were, we were so good, but uh, I guess 
you know, the guys didn't really uh, spend too much time on the couch. Uh, it was right back to, to the gym and, you know, prepare for this season. So uh, I'm impressed uh, with, uh, you know, how everyone's been doing during the summer and obviously the, the test uh, show what we've been doing. It's so. one of the unexpected benefits of, of mm-hmm. the short summer, which I never thought of before. No, me either. I thought uh, the last time we have the, you know, we wouldn't be as good in shape. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, we, uh, yeah, we did some good stuff during the summer. Apparently, what was that turnaround like? Like, at what point in the summer did you start thinking about the season? Um, I guess like I took a month off, and then I just start getting back to it, um, and then I guess you turn the page a little bit. Uh, at that moment, but then you know you got the cup day, and then come back here, and then <clears throat> we have all the celebrations. So you're reminded again. Uh, but it's all about being prepared for the upcoming season, no matter how you did in the season before. Was it easy to get back in the gym, or did you kind of have to be? Um, push honestly, yeah, it was pretty easy. Um, yeah. I, I play with, uh, or uh, I train with uh, Alex Wenberg, who plays for the Seattle mm-hmm. Kraken, and uh, we have a good time and. Uh, we like to push ourselves, and uh, our trainer is great, and uh, we, we have a lot of fun uh, training together. So I think they they make it easy for me in the summer, and um, I uh, I do appreciate the time we have together. I think you two need to have a conversation about Beckham. So I started watching Beckham on Netflix. Mm, yeah. What did, what did you think? I thought it was a great documentary. Uh, it brought back a lot of memories from yeah. when I was a kid. Yeah. Um, and, uh, it was, yeah, I enjoyed watching it. Which part stuck out to you? What memories came flooding back? Um, I think, I think most, the most thing that came back was all the different haircuts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cause he had a lot of different haircuts and Which I remember, um, is that weird to ask? <laughs> no, no. I think one of the ones with longer hairs, I think. Yeah. Because you've had a good looks too. Yes. Yeah. I mean, but I, I think you look good in all of them, really. Um, you know, even though when he didn't have hair, he looked pretty good. And he was just rocking every style. And uh, yeah, he, um, I mean, he changed a lot yeah. of haircuts. So. He went all the way to the buzz cut. Mm-hmm. I didn't even remember that phase yeah, until exactly. I started to watch. So, yeah. You actually came into last season with short hair. Mm-hmm. What made you go back to the long locks to start the season? Uh, just because I think it looks better with the helmet on. The lettuce coming out the back yeah. again. Okay. Mirror uh, the glass test. When I had short hair, there's nothing coming out, and I just thought this looks wrong, and uh, I, I need to have the, the, the hair for at least uh, – until I stopped playing hockey. And you need to have it coming out of the cowboy hat, which is what yep. Darren really yeah. wanted to talk to you about. Yep. How long have you had that thing? Uh, I got it this summer up in uh, Vail, actually. So I was up there for two days. Um, and um, they have this store there. It's called uh, Kobe. Uh, oh, yes. K- have yeah. you heard of it? K-O-B. Something right? like yeah. that. Yeah. Some or whatever. Uh, and they make hats, like custom hats. And uh, we walked past the store, and we said, "Why not?" So we, everyone in the family, got one. Emily got one, and, and Beckham has his own too. So, uh, and that's how um, it came about. And then, yeah, they just said, oh, "Maybe you should wear it for the the gold carpet." And I was like, "Why not? I'm probably not going to wear it too often." So, was that the first uh, time you you wore it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I like the cards too. Yeah, I like that. Was that was too. that your own choice? The cards on no. The um, it was actually, I think it was Emily and whoever worked there at the store. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was their idea, and um, I loved it. I thought it was a great idea, and then kind of like, um, they put like a little fire on it, so it's like kind of oh, a burnt ma- card. Yeah, yeah, it's a burnt card. So it was. Uh, it's a nice detail, uh, and I really. Liked how it, uh, I like how you won up Cotter. Too. I was about with, to ask. Because it's a new fedora for Cotter because mm-hmm. he, he lost the one in the Stanley Cup final, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I forgot about that. He did. Really? He lo- yeah. That's how yeah. he lost it? That's how he lost up in the stands. Yeah, okay. There's William Carlson with Ashley Weiss and I today on Nighttime at Noon. So the Cotter story is mm-hmm. it was game three of the Stanley Cup final. And I don't know whether it was when he went up to the where the players the taxi squad is watching mm-hmm. or in the press box but somehow he he was having a conversation he put his hat down and it vanished oh boy i don't know who whether he forgot it somewhere and left it behind we looked everywhere at uh, florida live arena couldn't find it or whether somebody walked off of it but he had to get a new door and which was uh, on on the uh, gold carpet but the cowboy hat that wild bill had yeah was Gold. Yeah, my favorite. My favorite aspect of of the the gold carpet um, was that cowboy hat, the playing cards, on fire. Phenomenal stuff. Mm-hmm. Just beautiful, beautiful Not on stuff. fire. No, no, burnt. Burnt. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, was, I don't want people to walk around well, thinking I mean, he's wearing a hat I don't hat think he's fire. wearing a hat on fire. But the, You know, there's a rumor going around that mm-hmm. Lawless is going to don a similar type hat. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. At some point. I'm excited for that. You're not excited head. for that. Uh, you wanted it to be you. No, I don't. I don't mind the hat game. Yeah. I think uh, we'll you're more we'll of see. a sweaty uh, sweatshirt guy, a hoodie guy. <laughs> Sweat, sweaty guy. <laughs> yeah. Well, that too. Well, yeah, I'm a hoodie guy. I'm yeah. casual. I'm 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 trying to g- channel my inner hipness with the shoes and the and the hoodies and stuff like that. The hat works better. Lawless has taken it back into a more formal environment. I'm I'm a fan of of Lawless and the hat, and uh, I, I feel like there's a little bit of jealousy on your part that you don't get to wear it. I would I would the cowboy hat would be more my thing. I tried. I, I was going to remember the um, the rodeo. Uh, they got uh, cowboy Christmas. Yeah. I was this close last year. Were you? Yeah. And then I realized how much they were. <laughs> yes, that's and I'm the like, <laughs> I'm way too cheap for that. <laughs> that's the hardest way part. Way too cheap. I can't imagine what that thing that uh, that uh, Will, Emily, and Beckham. Uh, got. I love the fact that Beckham got one too. Yeah. Are there a lot of cowboys in in Manitoba? Like I know I know Alberta has has a pretty good. It's the prairies, man. Yeah, that, that's, that's his way of saying yes. Uh, yeah. I mean, didn't seem like there were a lot of cowboys when I was there, but I've only been to Winnipeg, so. Well, how how many cowboys do you see walking around Vegas? Well, there's a th- I, I see guys all the time go down to like the Orleans or or um, like the on South a, Point on a, on a regular day. How many cowboys are you coming across? I mean, it depends where I go, where my day takes me. Like if I go down the well, street, okay, hold on, hold on. He's not. Where does the your day take you? Well, yeah. like if like if if I'm just hanging around here, going to like this area, like going to Target or 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 you know grocery shopping, I don't see a lot of cowboys. But if no. I go down to like the Strip or or down to one of the hotels. I definitely see people wearing the boots. If and you're hanging out at South Point, yeah, then you're gonna see some cowboys. Yeah, yeah. but like even even like, like if across, I go to a barn, I'm gonna see some cowboys. Yeah, but even at like the outlet if, mall, like if, like I see cowboys at the outlet mall, but they have that big boot store there. So well, they ha- the, yes, if you go to Boot Barn, yeah, and South Point, I've always and wanted cowboy, to get it. And cowboy Christmas, you're but gonna see. You cowboys. make it sound like 
just walking around Vegas, you see a lot of cowboys compared to walking around Winnipeg, which you've been for <laughs> four days. Four days. In a spring, yeah. you didn't see any. I've always wanted to get cowboy boots and a cowboy hat, but me too. I, 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 I but just, I'm too cheap because I wouldn't wear them enough. We'll, yeah, I we'll, think, we'll go to Cowboy Christmas. You can take a look at the really. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I know they're not. I know like a, like a high quality, like good pair, are yeah. not not inexpensive. So my we, daughter rides, so we we have the whole getup: uh, the hat, the rope, the boots, everything. She's she's right into it. But I, I just uh, again. I can't bring myself to spend the money. We we do cowboy boots for the kids every year, yeah. every year, and it's a once a year type. Purchase. You have boots and a hat. Oh, I don't. No, I don't. No. See, of, of the three of us, you're like the one guy that well, I figured would have. Yeah, but I'll get away I'm, with it. Yeah. But yeah. I'm but I'm not a cowboy. Like I, I I make I make no illusions of that. Like I'm I'm not that person. I farming sure. Yeah. Like, I'll, Steel toe boots, absolutely. But like cowboy boots, not my scene. See, now I'm a poser, so I would totally, totally most do. Most it. cowboys wear ball caps, more or less. Yeah. 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 It's flannel shirt, ball cap, steel toe boots. Should we not be breaking? We probably should. <laughs> Is it not your job? Yeah, but we to get keep we, us on time. Listen, we we get embedded in conversation. Well, you started this. I did. Yeah. Get, Is it know, not your responsibility to keep us on we, time? We have some flexibility in hour one. Hour right. two, we don't do, have wait, that. Do we actually, though? Do we have a clock? We do. We we do have a clock. Like, is Where it is, is it? it not preferred oh. that we hit the top of the hour? The clock is MIA. Wait, where's the? We don't have it in here. No, we got a fan. I have no, no idea clock. where the clock went. Uh, let's take a break. We'll come back and we'll set up hour number two, which will probably be in hour number two when we set up that hour because we're so far behind on Fox Sports Las Vegas. I think the data came in on that Theodore shot 85 miles an hour. Hmm. It, it looked a lot faster. And yeah. that, that's where you get into the difference between a quick shot and a heavy shot. Yeah. Like that. That zipped. Yeah. It, it did. And the, the puck movement to set it up was phenomenal too. Like you want to talk about making quick plays. It was mm-hmm. that personified in that one. They that don't play. do that a lot. Back to the point, boom, one time. Uh, We'll get into game ratings from the three games. It'll be an all-encompassing rating. And you'll hear from Bruce Cassidy just talking about the lineup potential for tomorrow night. Who might be back as we start week two of the National Hockey League season. And one-timers, news notes from around the National Hockey League. Things a little spicy in Toronto with Connor Bedard in town. Detail that on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Stay with us.